B-Pod Studios. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this Friday episode of Checkpoint Daily. On today's episode, we'll be talking about one of the biggest footballers in the world getting banned from a Konami contract because he said something racist. Also, Fortnite pros and not getting paid. The story continues. And staying with Fortnite possibly could get banned in one of the biggest countries in the world. We talk about where. And lastly, we recap yesterday's Sony State of Play. If you expected more than that, it is your fault. This is Checkpoint Daily. The latest esports and gaming news. Checkpoint XP Daily has got you covered. Find it online at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. Hey everybody, welcome to Checkpoint Daily. Your host Norris Howard here on a uh, cold and stuffy Friday. Sinuses kicking my ass. And then I'm deciding to go camping this weekend, so yay Ooh, me. with all the rain and crap that we've had? Well, it's not going to rain uh, where I'm going, so... You hope. No, I, I know for a fact. All right. He, he spoke with the weather people himself. <laughs> yeah. You got you understand sunshine and brilliance goes wherever I go. What's the uh what's your go to have to have camping item? <laughs> a gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well I mean <laughs> accurate, I feel it. Gun. <laughs> Obviously. You've seen this country. Right, exactly. <laughs> and not just for animals. Like oh, specifically not specifically for animals. Specifically not for yeah. animals. An anti animal animals are gun. more afraid of you than you are of them. <laughs> right. That is true. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like and they okay, don't have guns. Yeah, so like okay, worst worst come to worst, you go camping anywhere in Lower Michigan, you encounter like a fox or a coyote or something like they're, that. They're running off, and they're running off. They're not trying to come fuck with you, right? We're not in the UP where you could literally run into like a bear or a puma or something like that. I think you're also very close uh, to the Indiana border, which is the people I'm more afraid of. Is right? The, well, see, the Hoosiers. Well, actually, see, actually, but when not- an animal is afraid of you, they run away. When a person is potentially afraid of you, they shoot. Yeah. Well, actually, we'll be closer to the Amish, and they don't have guns. So, I mean, you say that, but... No, they, they don't. They can't use technology. They, uh, gun, uh, Norris. Yeah, they can use guns. Yeah. No, they can't. Yeah, they can't. First of all... Oh, uh, wait, or is it they just can't use electricity? Electricity, not... And, like- and, and, there, are, and, and there, are actually, there are actually even specific rules, right? So, for example, an Amish can't own a car, but they can be given by a friend a trip to the store in a car. Yeah, I knew that. Okay, all right. I knew that. I know. I'm I just saying. I thought guns considered was considered how, modern technology. How modern they technology. How do they hunt? You think they're going out with spears and bow and arrows? Yeah. Norris, <laughs> come on, don't be a Chad. No, I'm serious. I had. <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. I had a high school teacher who was native. And he never hunted with a gun. Okay. And so I assumed that if you were banned from using technology, you will also use bows. That that could have just been more of a personal choice, maybe. No, for him, it was yeah. absolutely yes. a personal yeah, choice. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the man in real life shoot a bow and an arrow. And if I was him, I wouldn't use a gun either. Yeah, no, he the, was better the, with the bow. The Amish will not bear arms against other people. Oh. But they do still so use So they're like Quakers. Hunt. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, so I'm uh, close to Amish. I'm still oh, you're still worried. safe. You're still uh, safe. Yeah. But if they come over here and acting up, I'll still <laughs> whoop an Amish ass. Like, I do not care. Throw a cell phone at him and scare him. And straight up. <laughs> is this, 
is this you're like it's you my U- my usb my usb lint look it's, it's like a cross to a demon or something it's like stay back i have, stay back. I have 4g I just, i'll just i'll just do this just just the, just a flashlight on my phone over and over again <laughs> this is dumb <laughs> I'm really sorry if there's any Amish people who ever listen to they this can't. show. They can't use technology. <laughs> but if they're in the car with somebody else who is. No, if you're going to ultimately bully anybody, the chances of an Amish person finding out that you bullied them online is it's low. next it's low. to nil. So I think it's the safest online bullying that you can do. Well, I'm online still, I'm still, still going to put it into the ether because online bullying is bad. This is still earning him negative karma. Except for the, I, yeah. dude, I'm with you. I bully the Amish. I'm no, cool I'm it. not gonna bully the Amish. This is not about bullying. This is about if the Amish decide to ransack our glamping site, I might have to fuck an Amish up. Uh, all right, I, all I right? respect. Anyway, respect just it. don't bring your butter churner, and they they got no reason to <laughs> to, 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 to. No, but like know. if they come through with a little caravan and want to sell some stuff, I'm I'm with it because Amish butter, best butter. Amish furniture, best furniture. So, I mean, I'm down with that, but, like, legit, do not fuck with me otherwise. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Weird Beer's here. <laughs> Say hi. What up? Hello. I like the shirt today, Thank by the you. way. It's, it's the Dominique Wilkins joint. Basketball. This it's, is, it's fire. You want to know where I bought some of my coolest clothes ever, including this and the... Uh, the- Hold on. Let me guess. All right? This is going to be so specific, but having been there... There was probably a man somewhere in on the street or flea market somewhere in Philadelphia. Correct. How did I know that? I probably told it. You I, didn't tell me that. All right. I'm telling you, like, it's literally Philadelphia. I used to buy, because I lived in, like, a really poor area because I was poor and I'm still poor. And <laughs> uh, But I, I was the only white guy that lived there, and I'd always buy clothes off, the like, the guy that sold it on the corner and everything. I left Philly, and I've ne- those are the only clothes I get compliments on. I'll wear them, and people are like, oh, my God. Where'd you get that? And I'm like, some guy was just selling it, and I bought it for $5. It's fire. Like, this. listen, man, creativity through constraint. This is why I love the hood. Through the struggle. That's right. Robbie's here. Yeah. (laughs) If you didn't hear my voice during the little Amish thing, I'm here. Your Robbie is here. I'm really, I'm really sorry about the whole Amish thing, everybody. (laughs) You Listen, I've lived in... Pennsylvania, where they're also, and mm-hmm. Indiana. I'm telling you, like, they're, I, I'm okay with it. If I had to go toe-to-toe with some Amish people, I'd back you up. But see, north. I don't know, but when you don't have electricity, you don't got shit else to do but practice fighting. That's, a, that's a, the one thing I'm afraid of is, like, a guy named Abraham who's 60 years old and has seen and some has, shit in the life. hands, though. <laughs> yeah, and he's just, like, like scarred chest. And he's got old man strength. Dude, it's... Because all, all he does is, like, lift wooden Build houses all day. Yes. And they come together and they'll put up a barn in like a weekend. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So like if he just comes at me, you know what I'm saying? He looking like some shit from like, you know, Baki or some shit. Hand to hand, Norris probably isn't getting out of that. I'm not getting out of that. (laughs) The worst part would be like he whoops your ass and then he stands over you and just does the the Skinner meme where he's like disappointed. Yeah, I'm not trying to have that. Pathetic. I'm not trying to have that. I'm not trying to have that. I haven't been in a fist fight literally since like the Iraq war. Like I have I just have it, okay? I'm not trying to do that, all the, right? Oh, the only good thing, the only good thing out of losing a fight, like a fist fight with an Amish person, they can't put you on World Star. They don't that is ha- true. they don't have any phones. It, nobody will see it. The only people who'll see it were there. That's it. <laughs> So if I just come back you, and you carry your shame internally. Yeah, if I just come back and lie about it, 
Nobody knows. Yep. Nobody knows. But anyway, with all that said, here's what's happening in the world of video games. Now, in a strange story of uh, my two worlds colliding, one of the most famous footballers in the world, Antoine Griezmann of Barcelona, uh, lost his Konami contract as an ambassador for Yu-Gi-Oh!, which is one of the strangest sentences I have ever read. Uh, He no longer will be uh, working with Konami simply because uh, there was a video that came out that showed him uh, mocking some Asian engineers who were working on this uh, tech support. Uh, Which, by the way, one would hope in 2021 that you would not do stupid shit like this. On camera. On camera, by the way. And and here's the thing. And then choose to upload it. Well, because here's the problem, and this is going to sound really weird, but it's like, it, it's kind of like it was up until the whole stop Asian hate thing. It was kind of still okay to be kind of racist to Asian people, like across the world. It was kind of okay. It was like because they're not necessarily being shot in the street by police or because, you know, certain Asian countries are very powerful and very wealthy that, okay, fuck it. You know, they, you know, many Asian immigrants, not all, because here's another misnomer that people assume that all Asian immigrants come over here and wildly successful. Mm-hmm. That is not true. But it was almost because of the model minority myth, okay, to be kind of racist against Asian people. And this is a perfect example of that because I'm pretty sure in the moment he thought he wasn't doing anything wrong. This is a perfect example of, oh, what, we can't joke around anymore? Yeah, and, I mean- by, and by the way... He was with his teammate, Usman Dembele, who is black. Yeah. So, again, we get to the whole the, this whole thing about, oh, it's kind of okay to be racist against Asian people. And so now he's not an ambassador uh, for Yu-Gi-Oh! Here's, here's the thing that really sucks is that Griezmann is very much so like a nerd. He loves video games. Mm-hmm. He plays a lot of FIFA, plays a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh!, loves Pokemon. So he's a guy who is very much so like in the forefront of being a nerd and also being a high-level World Cup winning footballer. Prior to this happening, he was a, he was a good spokesman yeah. for, for this brand. Prior to that, yeah. he was a great spokesman, was a great ambassador for not just Konami, but a, a, a ambassador really for gaming and sport. And, uh, yeah, he's pretty much ruined that, being really, really stupid. I mean, the fact that this video is from 2019 kind of makes me... Um, I don't know, like a little weirded out. Like, I, I don't like accusations that come out late. See, but, but here's the difference. 2019 is not long enough ago. Correct. Exactly. That's the thing I was going to say is like, it's still like, that's recent memory. If you get caught up from some shit from 1982, like, okay, maybe I'm looking at it a little sideways. Like, I'm not saying it's okay, but the context of what was accepted and what was not was different. And even listening to his his apology tweet, he said, I have always been com- completely against all forms of discrimination. For the past few days, certain people have wanted to paint me as someone that I am not. I firmly refute the accusations made against me, and I'm sorry if I've offended any of my Japanese friends. So it's like he didn't even apologize for making the comment and joke and everything like that. It's more... I'm not going to apologize for you thinking it's racist. I think it's funny, and I'm sorry if somebody was offended. Yeah, and and the thing is, you can't have it both ways because a few months ago or or about a half a year ago, he ended uh, his sponsorship with uh, Huawei, uh, the phone maker, 
because of the stuff that China was doing with the with the Uyghurs, the Uyghur Muslims in Western China. And so you, you just can't have it both ways. You can't try to stand up as a paragon of racial justice and then come back and say really tired, old, racist jokes. I think it's also going to be interesting um, because Konami has a whole bunch of relationships with football clubs all over the place. So and he, specifically Barcelona. Yeah, so not even what they're going to do in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! But, you know, Konami said that they're waiting to see what Barcelona and any of these other football clubs are going to also do. So this guy may have not only torched a deal with Konami, but it now may be bleeding into, like, his real job, Yeah, quote a- absolutely. So, uh, in other words, when cameras are on, it behooves you to just kind of shut the fuck up, just in general. Yes. Uh, Rick, I don't know if I talk about Fortnite, but this is a story that when I read it, I said, holy hell, this is terrible. Uh, now, this centers around a competitive uh, Fortnite player, uh, Jerky, and his stupidest names, by the so way, in stupid. Fortnite. <laughs> and his uh, and his uh, team, Wave Esports. Apparently, this kid is just straight up not getting paid. Yeah. So, um, Jerky actually just won the FNCS Fortnite Championship Series event. Uh, took first place. Uh, that has a prize pool of over three hundred thousand dollars going out. This kid is on a zero dollar USD contract. Sign, excuse me, with an organization. He has no salary, zero salary. Um, it, it's really like, I mean, if you remember back between Tifu and FaZe Clan, the yeah, issues yeah. that they had, a lot of these contract negotiations and disputes seem to just be over, uh, you know, organizations signing kids and then not, yeah, yeah back before they knew any better. Yeah, not take, they're not taking advantage like explicitly, but like, you know what I mean? They kind of know. And that's what really seems to be happening with this uh, hashtag free jerky movement. Um, so the deal is, is that jerky was on an academy uh, like contract, mm-hmm. right? He was playing for them on their academy team. So he's an amateur technically. Technically. But then he got moved up. And they were like, hey, you know, we want you to compete for our organization. We've got a spot that's opened up with uh, two other really good, uh, you know, pros. Uh, We want you to play with them. Mm -hmm. So then he goes and plays with them. And they win. And they win FNCS. And he's on a $0 Academy contract that he signed. And other Fortnite players really started to come out. And they started, like I said, the hashtag free jerky. So where does his money come from then? Like like, like when, when he signed with this team... What was the benefit for him? Where does uh, his money come being from? Being on an academy team. Academy teams allow you to get scouted. They allow you to essentially get the resources of an of an esports organization without. Uh, the, it's like the one of those things when people say we're just doing this for exposure. Kind of, yeah, close to it. But then they he moved him up. Keep his winning. Uh, no, because they a lot of them go to the organization. Like they're gonna bring they're gonna break him off probably something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like <clears throat> Wave uh, Esports came out and said. In Jerky's case, there's a lot of misinformation. Uh, We internally agreed on paying him a smaller salary for the remaining three months on his academy contract after he had been moved up, even though he didn't want to sign a new contract for a longer time. His expectations didn't match his value in no realistic dimension. So, (laughs) that's a, by the way, awesome burn at the end of that one. Um, 
And then they said, uh, yes, he won an FNCS, but that was his only achievement in two years. And it was a team event that he played with one of the most established duos in Europe. We also told him that his, after his contract is over. They're straight up like, yeah, but he didn't really do much. Yeah. Yo, they, he got, they he le- got carried. They legitimately are saying that this kid got carried. And on top of that, he was just, a, they essentially just called him a waste of roster space. Oh, my God. They said, we we also told them that after his contract is over, our financial situation might allow a higher salary, but it just proves the fact that he knows himself that he wants to oversell himself at his peak, and he doesn't believe that it will be worth more in three months than it is What organization is this? Wave Esports. Oh, I thought we were talking about FaZe again. I'm like, why am I not surprised? (laughs) Well, I mean, it sounds like it, right? It does. But here's the the part of it that continues to be shitty, right? And, And I behoove any person... Thinking about becoming a professional esports player, get representation. Yes. Get representation. Listen, we're not going to have players associations in Fortnite anytime soon. You're only going to get those in, you know, the big established esports. Maybe like uh, there's one in, in League of Legends. There's one in Overwatch. You're, you're only going to have those in those big sort of week over week league esports. You're not going to get it in Fortnite. So you got to go out and get your own representation. There is no way in hell that if you grab the agent because you're trying to go and be a professional that they will allow you to sign a contract in which you make no money. I mean, it's like, okay, I understand. He wants the money. He wants. He should get paid. I think esports mm-hmm. players should get paid. However, the organization also did give him equipment. They gave him boot camp. They gave him training. They put him into the – like he didn't make it into this tournament by himself. They had a duo that yeah. was competing in trios, and they needed a third, and they're like, we'll pull up our academy kid. Okay. But it's still like – it's, it feels like... But that's why you have academy kids. Yeah, exactly. Like So so the thing is, is that you have academy kids in the off chance that maybe somebody gets an injury, somebody quits, somebody gets a better offer somewhere else, and you could bring one of those kids up to your professional level, and they could be at a level and perform and go out and win you tournaments, which is what just happened. I think that is proof of concept. Yeah. So therefore, they had let's see, uh, five. They they had seven academy people that they could have picked up, and they chose Jerky out of seven of them. Right. So clearly, they thought he was the best out of those group, and then to say, "Oh, he has no accomplishments, and he essentially sucks and got carried." Like it's it's such a flippant, fucked up response. To the rest of the community going, yeah, you guys are assholes for not paying somebody who won your organization a tournament. Yeah, I think it's uh, like, again, I don't want to seem to be siding on Wave Esports side. I don't because I think everybody's an asshole here. So Mm -hmm. it's like everybody sucks Mm -hmm. no matter what. But it feels like kids – because these are kids. They're Mm -hmm. Fortnite kids. This kid is 17 years old. Mm -hmm. It feels like they watch professional football athletes – negotiating their contracts, right? And they go, oh, they had a good season. They want $40 million instead of $10 million now. Yeah. And how, like, those rates just continue to balloon. And, I mean, I go back to the statement where they were like, he is nowhere near his astronomical worth in his head of what he thinks he's trying yeah. to get us to sign a contract for. I think the kid, it's... It's kind of true. He's an academy kid. Like, I think it's shitty that there was even a contract for zero dollars. See, with. okay, me personally, that shouldn't even be allowed. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't. Even, if if you are fielding players in a professional setting, if I was Epic or Fortnite or anybody like that putting on an official tournament, say everybody that participates is getting paid. 
If you're a professional team and you are fielding the team, that is under the auspices that everybody is getting paid. And if we find out that you are fielding players who are not getting paid, you will be disqualified. Is this because it's Fortnite? Yes. Like, is it just because they're so young? Yes. Like, absolutely. It feels like you could not do this in League of Legends. You that's could true. Not. Yes. You could not do this in Overwatch. You could not do that. You couldn't even do this in Rocket League. You couldn't do it. If you fielded a team where nobody got paid, none, not even after they won. Mm-hmm. Even if you went to even if you went to the organization and said, you know what, hey, we pulled up an amateur team, nobody was on contract, and you know what, they won, so we're giving them all the winnings. So whatever they won, they'll just keep it. You, you know what this this organization smells of to me? Because I looked them up. Wave Esports was founded in 2019. So they've barely been around, right? Yes. This seems like one of those companies, one of those organizations that's trying to get in on the esports craze to make a quick buck, right? Mm -hmm. They don't really care about anything else. I mean, their academy team, over 20 people in in under two years, has been, like, rotated in and out through that. Like, this does not look like a good organization. No, it does. It it doesn't. And that's that that turnover. Again, that (laughs) indicator of things going wrong at your company. High turnover rate. Yeah. It's like, I, I think it's also, though, like, to again, one more time. This kid probably is not worth that much. I think it's shitty that they put out a statement or as, as an organization essentially well, like, even, facialing even, him. Even, but even, even if he's not, though, and the thing about that. He's worth more than zero dollars. He's worth more than zero dollars. I agree. So even if he's not worth 10 million or a half a million or however much he requested, he's worth more than zero. This is why. People pr- competing in professional esports tournaments need to be at least eighteen. Also, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Period. If he's not worth that much. That's what the negotiation is for. Yep. Sit down and have a negotiation. Don't go off into social media and start disparaging no, but I think, kids. But I think to Weird Beard's point, yeah, and then no, we're going to move on. One hundred percent. We got in this. We got in this whole kids can participate in esports. We got in that. It's not soccer. It doesn't have the apparatus to be able to support this. We're not there yet. Everybody's got to be 18. Uh, and staying on Fortnite could be potentially banned in one of the largest countries in the world, Indonesia, uh, because apparently because of some user-created tools, uh, somebody went and made the Great Mosque of Mecca. And by the way, if you did not know, Indonesia is the largest Muslim country in the world. Yes. Uh, and they are none too happy about this because uh, apparently according to the <clears throat> excuse me uh according to the uh this week in Asia section of the South China Morning Post who broke the story uh a player with a scythe ran around a user generated uh level that resembled the great mosque of Mecca complete with the Kaaba and all that. If you are unfamiliar with this, this is the most holy site in all of Islam. Uh, and so the uh, Muslim community of Indonesia is not happy about this one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. They're also saying that the National Police of Indonesia are also working to track down the creator of the map. Um, this, is, this gets into that really murky territory of, yeah. like, where does the ability of a state— uh, start 
to li- where are they able to start limiting what people are able to create and do within virtual spaces? Any spaces, because yeah. this is very reminiscent of I- I'm not sure if you guys remember the Charlie Hebdo, Charlie Hebdo, yeah, cartoons uh, in France. Which, which, by the way, in my opinion, uh, obviously, I will always side with people's uh, uh, right to be able to create whatever the fuck they want to create. Uh, but at the same time, you also have to understand when you're poking a bear or not. Uh, and to draw cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad is not a great idea when your country has a uh, large Muslim population. Know, know your audience? Know your audience. Um, but, again, is that worth death? Not No. Well, no. I mean, it's, it's the same thing as when PUBG Mobile or PUBG was banned in mm-hmm. uh, India. And they when it came back, they made it so that, like... They didn't die, and they had green blood. Yeah. So, like, they when you shot them, they like fell to, fell, fell asleep. Well, but the, but the thing, <laughs> World the of thing- Warcraft had to go through similar things with China. Uh, last I checked, I don't know how, how much it has changed since then, uh, but they were behind like almost two, three years on the release cycle of expansions. You can't depict undead because they had to redo so much stuff. And, you know, and again, the biggest one with World of Warcraft, I remember, is because you can't depict undead or skeletons. Yep. And so stuff any like any that. like bones in the and the undead characters, you know, had to be covered up uh you know obviously the same thing with blood you know had to be uh uh, uh, green instead yeah yeah but the thing here and to rick's point is very interesting because previously for the past 30 years our only legislation around video games really stemmed around you know age and kids you know is this for mature audiences is this for kids is this uh, actually appropriate for younger people to play. That was the extent of video game legislation for the better part of almost f- really 40 years, to be perfectly honest with you, outside of really weird trade stuff. We're now, over the past five years, seeing more legislation and things go to various Congresses and House yes. floors and parliaments oh, it's only just started. around video games than we've ever seen before. And that's because it is so ubiquitous, but even beyond that, because it makes so much money, okay? It did, It wasn't the situation like it is now. And so now that this has become such a large part of everyday life everywhere, um, it's on everyone's radar. And I think with this one, the, the, the Indonesian government talking about tracking down the creator from the video, it looks like this person is clearly from... Uh, Germany or Austria or something like that, they're not going to – those governments are not going to allow Indonesia to come in and extradite somebody yes. to come and, and prosecute them over a video game. It's just not going to happen. And so even that statement in and of itself is empty and rings hollow, but it's a scary statement nonetheless, right? Could you imagine – Rick, creating something in a video game that is very offensive to Russia, right? Dude, my, the impression I do of Russian people is very offensive. Yes, it, like, it <laughs> is. I mean, I hear you every time you play CSGO. <laughs> but let's say you actually go in and you mod some shit up, you put it out on the marketplace, and it is just completely offensive to all of Russia. Mm-hmm. Then let's say a few months later you get doxxed. Vlad is standing outside my front door. (laughs) You get doxxed, right? How can you say that wouldn't be sponsored maybe by the Russian government? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's the scary sort of precedent that these kind of statements put put forth and this is this is ridiculous but it's even down to uh the thing that kicked this off it wasn't the fact that it was just made right that the 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 map itself was made it's that allegedly when it was first brought to the government's attention 
they were told that players could destroy the building that looked like it and then uh, gain weapons as they destroyed the building. Yes. Epic came out and gave a statement on their uh, Fortnite Middle East Facebook page clarifying that the map was created by a community a community member in their creative mode and that the building cannot be destroyed at all. So, like, there's a, a righteous anger portion that I understand on the Indonesian government. But on the other hand, they're also not correct in, in, like what they're saying it, it, it was blown out of proportion like remember when, when fox ran the whole yes. mass effect sex mm-hmm. simulator yes scene? like what was actually shown what it, it was nothing right the, the the character just like touches your cheek and then it fades to black yeah but that but listen we we're constantly gonna have to deal with that as video games again continue to grow as a entertainment medium but i think the biggest part of this is that this is another instance of a bunch of old people in government not understanding what the hell they're actually looking at. Well, no, I think they do. No, no, no. They, let me let me finish. Okay. I don't think they understand what they're looking at, but the bigger part of it is then using it as a launch pad yes. to incite people who already have issues with this shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, like, San Diego, the, the guy that's in mm-hmm. charge of making the statement, said that he instructed a team to investigate the situation and issue a ban, hoping this would, quote, warn some game developers to be careful. Like, that shit is chilling. Yeah. Like, you see the conglomeration Y'all of, like... better be careful pu- yeah, games Exactly. Would be terrible if something happened no, to your game. No, but hold on. But but here's the thing, and, and to Rick's point, it is incredibly, like, we say it tongue-in-cheek, but it's incredibly scary. Do we not remember that just earlier this year, or excuse me, late last year, that there was a fucking hostage scare at Ubisoft Montreal? Yeah. Right? Of which people immediately linked to, dang, is it something about Assassin's Creed? Is it is it something in, in some of these games that maybe upset some religious fundamentalists or da 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 so remember there were a lot of folks here that are upset with far cry 5 exactly so we can't necessarily say that this is in some weird south asia vacuum it Correct. can't happen exactly. anywhere else because it absolutely can so when i hear stuff like this and i get you know in you know incensed about when I hear government talking about going to look for people over user-generated content in a video game, like, yeah, that's how we get to a Charlie Ebdo situation once more, only this time that ire will be directed at game developers. And so uh, I do think this is very chilling. It's very dangerous. And, um, you know, if I'm a game developer, make what you want to make. If you're a user, you know, if you're a modder, make what you want to make. But uh, also understand that there are a lot of people out there who do not want you to make these things. And, um, you know, it, it's scary. But anyway, that's going to be the end of part one. In part two, we'll be talking about the Sony state of play that went down yesterday. And uh, talk about some of the games and a few that we're actually a little bit excited about. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. <laughs> Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Bring the heat. 
share your thoughts on socials with us at Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter. You could even be featured on tomorrow's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Checkpoint Daily. Your host, Norris Howard, here alongside Weird Beard and Robbie Landis. If you haven't already, make sure you guys check out the website, CheckpointXV.com, as well as be prepared because Checkpoint on Campus is putting out our first ever on-campus college esports awards. So make sure you guys are getting ready for that in the next coming week where we highlight and celebrate some of the best in college esports. Now, Robbie. You watch this state of play, Weird Beer. You watch the state of play. I caught everything on the back end. I was looking at a house. But uh, I actually was pleasantly surprised with a lot of what I saw from the state of play. But I just want to put this out there and you guys can can tell me how you feel. Um, I saw a lot of negative reaction. Of course. On the the interwebs. And let me tell you something. Every time Sony puts out a state of play, I just continually get more people to block and unfollow based on how fucking stupid they mm-hmm. are. People people are still treating state of plays like they're happening once a year and they're only being used for the big announcements. But yeah. we get one like, like what, once a quarter Quarterly. at this point? So honestly, I think you should expect more stuff like this and then just be surprised when something big does yeah. happen. Nobody Anyone does ha- this with Nintendo Directs, by the way. Well, Nintendo fans have their own Yeah, we eat our own. Like... <laughs> Do you not remember during the E3 one? Weird Beard was both simultaneously super impressed with everything, and it's but somehow still upset about it. <laughs> but to, to God, to, I hate all of you. To Sony's credit, and I think the real reason why people were really out of their minds to expect this, because a lot of people I think expected this to be, you know, their their response to E3. Right? Yeah, that's they, exactly it. If they wanted to respond to E3, they would have had the state of play during or the week after E3, and they would have crushed everybody all, there. Yes, the fact that they basically waited a month to put this out it didn't matter how long they waited people were still going to do this Mm -hmm. but uh, this is definitely on gamers if they were disappointed in it yeah and i mean i know we speculated it on the wednesday show but i I don't think any of us expected really anything i didn't expect anything more than the death loop stuff to be perfectly honest with you Uh, honestly yeah so we actually got more than uh what was expected so robbie you got a list up what are some of the things that got announced during the sony state of play well uh, you know one of the things that uh actually surprised me i don't know if you guys remember the game moss that was a uh, psvr adventure it's yes. actually getting a sequel mm-hmm. um uh now i haven't played you know my psvr in in quite a while and i realize it's still in development but the the graphics even for a vr game mm-hmm. kind of looked a little I don't know, a little questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was, you know, pleasant to see. I'm glad that there are still some companies out there that are trying to push uh, VR still. Arcageddon? Arcadegeddon. Arcadegeddon. This one this one looked interesting. It's, uh, it looks like Reboot, the it, TV show. It looks like Reboot meets Splatoon meets Overwatch meets mm-hmm. Knockout City. Like, Thank- it has a lot of those <laughs> energies in it. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would. It also looks like there might be some uh, looter shooter aspects to it as well. I'm out. Uh, so Tribes of Midgard got their season one, you know, sort of. Uh, we did, we did see a it. preview for this uh, a while okay. ago. It's, yeah, it's looking okay. Uh, anything isometric, you can sign me up for. That's my alley. And you know what? I'm not a big isometric Diablo type person, but looking at this, I mean, it looks pretty cool. It looks like a fun game. It, you know, the this biggest is, complaint I have is just it's more Viking stuff. 
I feel like well, this Vikings has been are the, having a moment. They ha- they are. I feel like this is the year of the Vikings. Yeah, they're they're having a moment. You you know this happens all the time. We get we get samurai years. We get Viking years. We get cyberpunk years, and then we get like you know alien years. This yeah. is just some Viking. The years. other thing I'll say is that uh, their development team is called. Norsefell. It's literally like everything they do is Viking, Viking based. Viking. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like, I get it, but and they're but they're another like based out of Canada kind of like um, they know, they look they they know what they do exactly. They do that, that's well. what I was gonna say. They know right. their lane. Uh, yeah. Did you guys see this trailer for this game, Fist? The side scroller, right? Yeah, the big yeah. old. It looks like Peppy the Hare is back and pissed off. Yeah, and he took something from Doom Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't hate the aesthetics and like the world. Uh, it's not my type of game. I doubt that I would play it, but uh, I mean, it's an interesting new. Property. I think it looks cool. It does, I, th- yeah. I think it looks really cool. I, this was one of the games that I was actually pretty surprised by. Um, and you know, again, just like Tribes of Midgard, you know, if it if it hits PlayStation now or it hits you know PS you Plus mm-hmm. for free, I will try it. Now that, up. the other big question: Can side scrollers still survive in 2021? Shovel Knight. Yeah, True. shut up. Yeah, True. that's a, a good uh, this this next one. I honestly, I don't know what to think about this because I'm would, in all the way for if this. You of course said, you if, if you would have told me the concept, like it's cool, but then there's parts. But like when you're watching, it's called Hunters Arena Legends, and it is a battle royale that has a focus on melee combat. That almost seems fighting game esque. That's why. Let me tell and you then something. Also, you can dress yourself. The up. one thing about battle royale, actually, excuse me. The two things I hate about battle royales. Number one, the shooting mechanics differ so wildly amongst yeah, battle from royales game game. from game to game that if I try to sit down and get good at Apex and move to anything else, I can't do it because the bullet mechanics work completely different. Yep. Second thing. I can't customize my characters enough. If this is a battle royale where this person is supposed to be an avatar for myself, I should be able to make whatever kind of character I want. Well, and it looks like this, in this solves trailer, both of them. You really can make whatever yeah. kind of I'm character. I'm ready, you want. and it's melee. And let me tell you something. I'm gonna go in. And first of all, if it's if it plays anything how it looks right now, okay, it's gonna be some dodging mechanics. It's gonna be real, real almost devil may cry like when you get in the one v ones. I can't wait because I'm gonna be whooping all sorts of ass. Can can we expect this to become an esport? You think? Oh, stop it. You know what? You know what? There's a lane. You know what? Here's here's how I feel. See, I got him going. Here's how I feel. No. Oh. Okay. And here's why I say no. I say no because this, is, um, this looks impossible to balance. I'm going to be honest. This looks fucking impossible even, to balance. Even the good battle royales are struggling with an esports yeah. scene. Yeah, so. and I don't know how you keep up with all, like, it's already hard enough to keep up with a bunch of people, like, shooting at each other across great distances. I don't know how you could do it for melee. Somebody's going to try. If the game is good, somebody's going to try. So we'll see. But I will say outside of... uh, You know what? It would be an interesting addition to big FGC events. And that's where it would go. Mm -hmm. That's where it would go. Um, But yeah, I I like it. Talk about Sifu. Yes, Sifu. Yes! I'm ready. Okay, let me tell you something, all right? Again, as one of the only people in the world that I personally know who played Absolver, right? <laughs> um, you and the developers. Me and the devs who love the game. 
Um, I already loved the battle system. It was very intuitive. It allowed you to create your own custom combos. It was one of the most unique melee sort of adventure fighters that I'd ever played in my life. The problem was is it had no aesthetics. It was bland. It was everything was flat. It was designed that way on purpose, but it was a slog to literally look at. With Sifu, if you even give me a fraction of that battle system and you put it in something cool, which is what this looks like, I'm here. We talk about the rule of cool. Look at it. It's fire. Look at this game, Robbie, and tell me that you wouldn't at least try it. I'll try it for you, Norris. No, you're going to try it, period. Don't do it for me. You're going to try it because it's fly. I, I, You know what? This game, you can... It's probably a wrong analogy. It has vibes of like, uh, do you remember Jade Empire? It, dude, if you take Jade Empire and mix it with Sleeping Dogs, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, 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 you make it updated and it's less RPG esque. Like, the vibe of this game is so much better. It's like why Yakuza works. Yes, right? it's, it's vibes. Yes, it's not about like what buttons you're pushing. It's about how you feel when you push them. Yep. So I'm excited for this. This is one of the games that I was excited to play this year. It is delayed till next year. I'm okay with that. Just just Make putting it, it right. out there. Make it right. Make it right. I'm okay with that. It doesn't matter. I'm going to play this. I'll have fucking Hunter's Arena Legends to play until Sifu comes out to, to get my sort of weird fighter fix. But that shit looks flames. He hitting people with bats and shit. It's great. Yeah, so another one that, that, that was... I don't know how to feel about this one. Jet the Far Shore. Uh, it has some cool RPG vibes, right? But, like, what is this game about? Like, but, as soon as I yeah, watched it. Yeah, you're also, like, flying around over things, and it looks like a drone. I think it's your spaceship. And I then you're, you like, can, farming. Yeah, you can get out, and I feel like it I feel like it, it, it wants to do maybe, like, what No Man's Sky was trying to do when it launched. Uh, so, I don't know. There, there's there's some interesting stuff to it. There, there, look, there, there's branching dialogue options, so you, you already got my intention. Yeah, I was about to say, Robbie's <laughs> in. Okay, Rick, Demon Slayer, what is this game? Yeah. Dude, Demon Slayer's great. Uh, remember, oh, uh, Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaibu, the Hinakami Chronicles. Correct. So, um, essentially where this is taking place is you just had Mugen Train, the movie, come out. It was the largest piece of media that Japan's done in forever. Largest foreign movie opening in the U.S. and ever. Um, you know, it's made uh, billions of dollars. Yeah. So this game is taking place uh, between the movie and season two of the anime that's coming out. It's essentially a uh, like there's nothing that's going to be happening in the game that's going to translate to. Oh, if you haven't played the video game, you can't watch the next season of the anime. The animation style looks cool. It's kind of similar to what they do in the uh, the actual anime itself. Will it be a must pick up? Maybe. Uh, but if you're a big fan of the the series, I'm sure you'll you'll find it. I, I'll say this: looking at it, it looks cool. It, again, hack and slash type game, you know, uh, uh, almost Devil May Cry ish. Uh, looks fun. Then, uh, now that we're done with the weeb news, <laughs> this is kind of, I guess, maybe so a little bit weeby. Uh, Lost Judgment, uh, which is the the follow up to Judgment, which was a Yakuza spin off, is yep. coming out. So it it's Yakuza, fine. but like you're a cop. Uh, it just looks like more judgment. Is it, what yeah, it looks just like. more yeah. judgment. It's still crazy. It still has dumb mini games. It's still ridiculous. Listen, I'm about forty hours into Like a Dragon. Uh, when that's over and when this comes out, guess what? I'm gonna play it. Did you play Judgment as well? No, but I don't care. Are you gonna do Judgment then Lost Judgment? No, just commit. Oh, all right, cool. No, I'm not doing it. 
Uh, I'm not doing Death it. Stranding's director's cut is coming, so that's cool, I guess. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. <laughs> I really want to get it. <laughs> Death Stranding's the weirdest fucking game that every now and then I just get an itch to go back and play, but there's nothing new for me to go do. Yeah. So with the director's cut, um, yeah, I kind of really want to just pick it up. I mean, it's saying that it'll include new story missions, combat mechanics, and a racing mode. I want to play that racing mode. Um. I just, I don't How know. How fast like, can you deliver your Amazon package? Death you didn't see it had a cargo cannon. Death Stranding to me was like an experience. I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad I saw it. You don't need to do it again. Go back and do it again. Done. Thank That's you a, very and much. You, and you day. know what? And here's the thing. That is a completely valid and fair yeah. way to feel about Death Stranding. It feels like watching um, games, uh, games to be Jacob's Ladder that, that you play constantly. I was gonna say I was gonna say the uh, Steven Spielberg uh, the Holocaust movie um, Schindler's List. Schindler's List, yeah, like shit. You watch it and it's like you're you're like oh my god that was a great movie and then somebody was over there like hey you want to watch Schindler's List no. first of all no. that person is a psychopath yes. there is no reason to watch that movie more than once no I'm gonna start asking people that just to get their reaction <laughs> like that's the weirdest movie to want to ask to watch you want to watch Schindler's List are you a Nazi <laughs> <laughs> What's all wrong right, with and you? And then, of course, finally, yes, we got the the death loop footage. Which I, look, I'm at the point now where we've seen so much death loop. I don't even know if we're seeing new footage. No, no we're not. We've seen the same level Thank three you. times. And guess what? I was sold on death loop when you gave us the first teaser for it. Yeah, I mean, like what, 15 years ago? I don't know. I'm in. Listen, you gave me a black protagonist and a black antagonist. I'm here because I don't get to see that very My often. My only complaint is I wish that you could choose which one you were. Maybe you still can. Maybe I don't you still know. can. We don't know. Who knows? We don't but know. I think it'd be cool if you could choose who was the protagonist and the other one's automatically the antagonist. Yeah. That'd be I, cool. I don't know. I I, I I see it. It's aesthetics. It's, it's basically putting uh, uh, Bioshock into a Tarantino film, which I love. I'm here for it. I, I don't know what else we could say about Deathloop is besides the fact that I want to fucking play it so bad. Now, do you think that they're showing so much because they're not confident i don't know if confidence is the right word but you know how like bad movies get shown mm-hmm. a million times in promos and ads so that people actually go and pick it up i think i think with Deathloop, i think bethesda knows it doesn't have anything coming down the pipeline for a long time mm-hmm. and so this is their way of always kind of being a part of the conversation you know what? I'm going to throw a little theory here at you, right? Theory. Because uh, this, I believe, was supposed to be a PlayStation exclusive, but as it gets bought up, now it's a timed exclusive. Yep. Maybe the reason that Sony is pushing it is because this is their last chance to sort of maybe try and convince Microsoft, like, oh, come yeah. on. You guys want to put these Bethesda games on the PlayStation as well? Yeah, help it's us out a it. little bit. It's worth it. Actually, yeah, that could be it. That could be another reason too to say, like, listen, you could put it on Xbox by itself if you want to, but you ain't about to make no money, so you might as well come on over here too. Mm-hmm. So that could be a part of it. And listen, two things can be true simultaneously, so I think it could be both of them. But Deathloop looks fun, looks cool. I don't know what else we got to say about it. But uh, that's going to be it for this episode of Checkpoint Daily. Make sure you guys stay with us and stay tuned. This crew will return on Monday for even more gaming and esports news. So for Weird Beer and Robbie Landis, I'm your host, Norris Howard. And we hope you all have a happy and safe weekend. See you later.